0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Chicago Public School CEO Pedro Martinez has a three-year pandemic recovery plan. One of the points in the plan, which was unveiled last week, is to strengthen career and technical education, or CTE, in CPS. And this is a push that we're actually seeing across the country. A recent Chalk Beach Chicago analysis looked at the potential of stronger CTE programs in schools and the barriers for wider implementation. So joining me now to tell us more is Mila Kumpulova, senior reporter for Chalk Beach Chicago. Welcome back, Mila.
1: Thank you. It's great to be with you again this week.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, Starting off, talk a bit more to us about what career and technical education is. Is it the same as vocational training?
1: Um, in some sense, yes. But I think that in recent years, there's been uh, really a lot of rethinking of those programs in a way that's um, made them really move away from, um, as, as one of the experts that I spoke with put it, your grandfather's vocational education. <laughs> um, and, a, and a big part of that shift, I think, is that Um, we're not necessarily thinking of vocational programs or SHOP as uh, they used to be known in some schools. Yeah,
0: I remember that term.
1: Right. Yeah, a place to uh, funnel students who are considered not college material, oftentimes struggling students um, at risk of dropping out from school. These programs are now much more technical, um and they don't preclude going to college in fact the gold standard is that students graduate with some college credit for them from them that ties into community college programs or other more advanced training if they choose to pursue that yeah
0: well about how many students are we talking about here enrolled in the district cte programs
1: in Chicago Public Schools, about 15,000 students participate in those programs, okay. so that's about 14% of the district's high school population, not an insignificant number of kids.
0: For sure, yeah. Well, one career education program that you uh, you highlighted in your story was the culinary program at Juarez High School in Pilsen. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, that was one of the programs that I visited as part of my reporting. Um, And what I found out, um, I met um, the woman running the program, Chef Samantha Jones. Uh, She arrived about six years ago and found the program in a bit of disrepair. Um, There wasn't really a curriculum. um, There wasn't... um, regular uh, produce deliveries so students could actually cook in the school's kitchen. Mm -hmm. And she really set out to change that, um, especially focusing on um, cultivating more opportunities for students to do hands-on work and show their skills outside of the school's kitchen. Um, So... It, it, we've seen really a resurgence of that program and and of all CTE programs at schools like Juarez um, that right now have a wait list. Students are um, actually really interested in in being there and, and the school would love to increase capacity so more kids can participate.
0: Yeah, I see. You know, CPS did its own analysis on high demand career fields in comparison to CTE offerings in the city which industries did they zero in on?
1: Um, some, so, yes, they, um, they did an analysis um, looking at essentially where employer demand is and where students can earn um, relatively high pay. Um, and so some of the... Some of the fields that they really zeroed in on are business, construction, IT, and the health sciences. And then the district looked at offerings of those programs across the city and found that there are some uh, large areas of the city, particularly on the um, west and near west sides, where there's very little in the way of such programs being offered now. So there's definitely some uneven access across the city to, to programs and to opportunities.
0: Well, to that end, you know, thinking about the diversity that the uh, program offers in your research, did you find more CTE offerings in a particular industry than others?
1: Um, yes. Um, I think we've seen over the past decade or so um certain programs their popularity in the district ebb and flow uh there's some some programs have been closed, new ones have been opened, and I think the district is really setting out to take a closer look at what's available where and whether these programs really meet this higher standard that we're setting for career and technical education in yes. this day and age, hands-on opportunities, opportunities for kids to earn some professional industry certification, and potentially some college credit as well.
0: In your story, you, you mentioned that there isn't enough data tracking, uh, the the outcomes specifically of these kids that are in these programs. Why is that? Um.
1: That's very much the case, um, and in fairness, I think it's not just the Chicago Public Schools issue, but a larger issue with these programs. Essentially, for one thing, we know that for the better part of the, ha- the past decade, the focus was very intensely on this idea of college for all, so really pushing students uh, to apply to college, and oftentimes by that we meant four-year college. So the the incentive to closely track outcomes for these programs wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the state and federal governments weren't um, until more recently pushing districts like Chicago to keep track of where students participating in these programs are going, which can be fairly labor intensive. Um, and in Chicago, it's also the case that just the idea of enrolling in a CTE program is a little squishy because some programs require students to apply. And then there are schools, often under-enrolled schools on the south and west side, where some students are essentially funneled into these courses to fill out their schedules because uh, the course offerings have Um, become slimmed down over the years. So I couldn't even get comprehensive data on the number of students who apply to various programs across the city.
0: Well, I remember one of our earliest conversations, Mila, was uh, your reporting last year on how boys of color were hit hard by the pandemic. Are more CTE offerings part of the solution, you think?
1: It, It certainly seems that district leaders across the country and and experts feel that there's a lot of potential there um in part we've really seen a reckoning over the college for all push as we have seen um really an increase in students going to college, but oftentimes stagnant numbers for students who actually graduate who get a diploma. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think that's pushing that. And in, on the flip side, there's been a lot of emerging research showing some CTE models really making a huge difference in, um, earning potential, especially for, uh, young men of color and students from low income backgrounds. Yeah. Um, so the 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 research and the data is increasingly there to suggest that uh, these programs can make a difference for our most vulnerable students who in some cases have been left behind by this college for all push.
0: Tell us more about what you observed in other school districts across the country.
1: Um, it's interesting just just in recent months, um, and certainly earlier this year, Um, We have heard folks in New York City, Philadelphia, Los Angeles talk about plans to expand and strengthen a career and technical education. So there's certainly a lot of momentum and buzz around these programs. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a difference between uh, voicing that commitment and actually making these programs deliver for students. Um, there's a shortage of uh, teachers qualified to teach um, in those programs. And in fact, a few years ago, Chicago Public Schools relaxed the requirement that educators live within the city limits of Chicago. Yes. Particularly for CTE teachers to try to address this issue. And then schools really need partnerships with uh, businesses and industry so students can get Internships, apprenticeships, opportunities to job shadow—all of those hands-on, work-based experience-type um, opportunities that essentially make those programs oftentimes successful.
0: Well, I know, Mila, that there are um, some misconceptions about technical education. Right? Some people think that those programs—they're just geared towards struggling students. But right. I'm, I'm curious what you make of that notion.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, perception is still very much um out there and it's I think it's one of the barriers that uh school districts and campuses have to contend with. Um it's um as I mentioned these programs are certainly not do, in in many cases do not fit that description anymore, but right. I think that image problem is still out there. And so uh, districts, I think, are trying to be more thoughtful about how they're communicating uh, about these programs as they pitch them to students and families as well.
0: Uh, CPS CEO Martinez, you know, is a national champion for more career and technical education. Did he strengthen these programs when he was uh, San Antonio School District's superintendent?
1: Um, Yes, he did. And that's one of the achievements that he oftentimes brings up when he talks about his time in San Antonio. Um, He started under, um, during his tenure, the district started um, several specialized Korean technical education high schools uh, tied to specific industries. And the idea was that students I would graduate from these schools with associate degrees in the fields that they were setting out to pursue. Yeah. Um, So he has spoken um, here in Chicago about his interest in um, having more programs along those lines. Keeping that going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've been speaking to senior reporter for Chalk Beach Chicago, Mila Kumpulova. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ Reset, wherever you listen.